All right, it's time for Mail Call Thursday. I love it. How much do you love it? I think I've asked you that before. Yeah, I, I was lying. I don't really love it. I didn't think so. I have to drag JP in here for this. But we're going to get through it together. You know. <laughs> oh, my name is Justin. And I'm JP. And we're the Podcasting Dead. Obviously a podcast about The Walking Dead. But it's so much more than that now. In fact, we do still talk about The Walking Dead, but it's definitely not the focal point. In the sense of, you know, if you don't watch The Walking Dead and you found this on the internet, stay tuned because we definitely talk about things not Walking Dead related. So, you know, I think Walking Dead fans and non-fans alike can get enjoyment from the podcast. It's true. Uh, we did a really cool Random Rambling Wednesday. If you didn't catch that yesterday, you should go check it out. It was pretty pretty darn awesome. Uh, we had uh, our buddy Matt Crowder in here talking about the song that he wrote. Uh, about JP called Me and JP, which of course you can still get. It's available anywhere music's sold and also um, as far as streaming. You can, right. you can download it. Uh, it's also on YouTube. You can go listen to it if you want to. So, Yep, Matt Crowder, Me and JP. Check it out. And stay tuned to the end of the podcast. We'll give social media info if you want to uh, follow us uh, on, our, on our own social medias. Um, but in the meantime, we're going to answer your questions uh, from last week's mail call and we'll scroll through other videos to see first i gotta say uh a round of applause clap jp clap help me clap who are we I, clapping I, for you i got jp oh, to go hiking with me this weekend myself. yeah sure did it was a really good time jp's just a i don't want to say you're a homebody but jp's like a town body jp just doesn't really well you know it's just i don't know i, I am sort of uh worrying i may be bordering on agoraphobia because I, I am getting really just all the stresses and pressures of the uh, the outside world and you know our new uh, career path and all this kind of stuff it, it gets uh it's a lot to bear down on a man yeah you know? so i actually got him to go hiking with me this weekend we went to roanoke and went uh, on on one of their trails up in the mountains and got a nice overview of the city and i think it was a really good time yeah i was gassed by the end of it though Whew. both in, in two different ways yeah, yeah, I was I was super duper high as well as very tired. <laughs> JP was talking about it earlier. We promised we'd get to your questions, but uh, the, JP had me cracking up earlier because if you go, if you look all, which I don't, I don't think I put all the pictures. I put like one on Instagram, but I need to find them. JP actually was wearing a Hulkamania bandana the whole time, <laughs> and JP's like, I can imagine like if they smell weed. When I right. come off the mountain, they're going to be like, oh, it certainly was the guy wearing the Hulkamania banner. But They always uh, they always target the Hulkamaniacs. But it's it was a really right, good time. I was, they do it. I was, I was very glad to have JP accompany me on one of my outings. So it was a lot of fun. We had a good time. Next time I get him out to do that, we'll make sure we periscope or something. To Yeah, we will. I think JP was just so focused on breathing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, trying not to keel over of cardiac arrest. The whole trail, in my experience, for the trails that I do, because I pretty much go any free weekend I have this time of year, but um, it wasn't that bad. But I will say there was one hill on that trail that was just, oh my God. it was ridiculous, man. Like, and it never ended. It was just a, like we, everything up to that point had been very moderate inclines and flat areas and i was fine and then we get to this hill and i I could look at it and i was like oh this is gonna suck and then we get to the top and i'm just like jesus man that you gotta take a break and then there's an old man chilling at the top who i guess got there a little before we did he's like oh yeah i usually run up it but we're like you know what yeah i need a pack of mules to pull me up that thing (laughs) we ain't have no mules heck with you old man uh and your healthiness but uh, so let's get into it. Jovi Gal says, "All oh, JP, don't go getting all soft and squishy on me." That was when you said you would ha- bring her as one of your dinner guests. 
oh, last yeah, week. Yeah. Although your lineup would make for an interesting time for sure. Justin, I have a memory of looking up at a giant banana in Australia. I told my mom one day and she was shocked because I was only a couple of months old at the time, apparently. Question. This week is the second part of last week's question. Ideal dinner lineup within the Walking Dead universe, dead or alive. So what three people from the Walking Dead universe would you want to have dinner with? JP, let oh, it rip. Oh, wow. I, uh, definitely Merle, because he's going to bring the good drugs. <laughs> definitely uh, Maggie. Definitely Rosita, because Rosita's easy. And Maggie's not that easy. Why, so is, maybe, why is Rosita easy? Because she's been sleeping around for a few seasons now. She ain't easy. She's just, when she wants it, she goes and she gets it. Well, I would have it if she wanted that don't it. Mean, <laughs> no. There you go. Okay, I was going to say, that don't mean she would be you know jumping on you. Rosita and, and Andrea. Rosita and Andrea. I think they'd be most likely. You're be, kidding uh, me. Rosita, Andrea, a, and Merle. A three-way dance. Yeah, and Merle can jump in, too. We can have a nice little four-way, uh, you know sexual as we'll all uck each other wow your dinner lineup sucks yeah you'll have like a <laughs> a, a french tickler on his uh, arm thing and mm. that's a good. tough question though man there's a lot of really good characters uh mm, mine aren't man mine aren't all sexually inspired though i just i'm not it just shows the different workings of JP and I's brain. You won't have sex with Merle? Because in my mind, I'm thinking ones that would make for interesting conversation. That oh, would be shoot. cool to sit and have a I meal with about. and conversate with. Whereas JP's like, I want the ones I can screw. Hopefully. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. That's really, really tough. I mean, part of me wants to say like Glenn, Rick, and Jesus. But then there's so many characters. It's so easy. to f- Herschel would be cool to have dinner with. I not, think so. Not in a sexual way, but. Um, I don't know. That's a really tough question. Um, let's see. Rick, obviously, I'd love to conversate with Rick. Um, let's see. Uh, Michonne, I'd like to have dinner with Michonne. That'd Rick, Rick, Michonne, and who would be my third? Rick, Michonne, and hmm, it'd be Jesus or Jesus or Glenn, maybe. Um, let's think. Characters past and present. Huh. You know what? Let's just go with Rick, Michonne, and Luke. Luke would be fun. All right. You definitely don't want Shane because if there's four of y'all and only three dinner rolls, he's going to, you know, rationalize shooting someone in the oh, head. Oh, absolutely. So. Yeah. Luke, Rick, and Michonne because Luke is hilarious and I just love Rick and Michonne. So there you go. All right. Create Till Death says What Game of Thrones character would survive the longest if they were thrown into the Walking Dead universe? Psh- a lot of them, just because of of how much harder it is to fight white white walkers than regular walkers, they would just jump in and be like, "Oh, you don't have to have dragon glass or right. Valerian steel. Just this cheap little stainless steel knife. Yeah, <laughs> this is easy." Um, my first choice would be like a tie, just as based on experience with zombies. My 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 first guess would be either Jon Snow or Tormund. Yeah, I think uh, the Hound would do really well, just because he's a beast. Oh, yeah, the Hound's a monster, man. He's one of my favorite characters. I think Arya would do pretty good. Arya would She's be, yeah, yeah, Arya would be badass. So it comes down to who would survive the longest. is kind of the uh, the original Whisperer, just wearing dead people's faces, you know? I was going to say, you know, Arya would probably outlast them all, because don't get me wrong, Jon Snow is a righteous man, and he blah, 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 but his righteousness has gotten him killed before, you yeah, know? Like, yeah. I think Arya would know... I think Arya has more street smarts, if that makes any sense. Like, Arya would know, she could read people a little better and know 
to agree with this person at the moment to survive versus Jon Snow, who would take a stand for what he felt was right. And I think, yeah, I think you're right. I think that Arya the Hound, I, we're having a little battle here and we're narrowing it down. I think mm-hmm. it would come between Tormund. I'm ruling out Jon Snow. I don't think that he couldn't survive, but I definitely think in such a backstabbing atmosphere and everything, Jon Snow's righteousness might get him killed. Not being willing to do... I don't know. I mean, I would say he's... I mean, he's done... Not, it's, it's so hard. I hate answering Game of Thrones questions. I love it, but I hate it because Game of Thrones fans, man, they're so... Like, if I say Jon Snow doesn't have the heart to do, like, cold, cruel stuff, they'll be like, well, he executed those people that tried to kill him and the little boy, but that was... But I don't consider that to be doing something dirty because he, he executed people that killed him. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it, but I feel like Jon Snow's goodness, you know, because Rick is a good guy, but he's done some dirty stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. He doesn't mind doing dirty things if he has to, but I don't know. I might just be looking way too into it. I've narrowed it down in my mind to Arya, the Hound, and Tormund. Do you have anybody you want to add? Man, I had something in mind, but now it's eluded me. Brienne of Tarth probably wouldn't do too bad. She'd do all right, sure. Cersei would probably last just because she could manipulate. and. Man, that's why I was getting ready to say uh, it veers off a little bit, but I, I hate that I forget the actress's name, but Cersei... How great would she be cast as a Pamela should they bring Pamela into the series? That would be all. Lena, Lena Headey Lena yeah, or something, like something that. to that effect. Yeah, I, I know that'd kind of be typecasting with her, but it'd still be. God, like, she'd be, be awesome cool, as yeah. Pamela, though. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I, 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 in my mind, I've narrowed it down between the Hound, Arya, or um, Tormund. Who do you think? You got anybody you want to add in there for the final? No, nah, make man, it a I'm, final I'm, four? I'm definitely, a, I'm definitely thinking Arya. So we want to say we think Arya would outlast? That's what I think. I mean, she's young, got a lot of life ahead of her. She's an amazing hand-to-hand combatant. Very agile. She knows how to wear other people's faces and manipulate. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're assuming they can bring any power they have from Game of Thrones over, right? I I would think so. Because if you strip away their powers and stuff, then you kind of is an irrelevant conversation because then, you know, that's what makes them them. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Arya, and she's a Arya is very adaptable too. She can adapt to her, you know. She's she as she's grown up, she's been through a lot, and she's been able to adapt and conquer. So yeah, we'll go with Arya. She's awesome. Uh, let's see. Um, also from Create Till Death. Let's see. What's the what is the best type of video to leave mail call questions on? Um, current events Tuesday. This one right here. Mail call. And if you leave it on other videos, we'll definitely try to find it. But some people will leave them and they don't hashtag it mail call. So then when we're doing mail calls, it's really hard to find it. So if you're going to leave it on another video, just make sure to put that hashtag mail call. So as we scroll through, it's easier to see. I'm going to pull up my Periscope. You know, I don't Periscope enough. So if you I'm going to pull up my Periscope. Uh, But let's see. Brian McCann says, holy crap, Garfish are freaking scary. Had to Google them and just... They're just piranhas on steroids, pretty much, man. And when you get into, like, the alligator garfish, those things are terrifying. They get, like, six, seven feet long. Oh, they're huge. They're, 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 they're definitely not uh, not anything to mess around Prehistoric with. Prehistoric jokers. I'm sure the one that bit me was a little bit smaller, but even still, I've seen it. It was probably about the length of my arm. All right, so we're going live on Periscope now. Am I not able to flip the camera around? Oh, there we go. Tap, yeah. Live on Periscope. Let's see if I can catch any. Uh, if you and we'll give them info. But if you ever want to watch these these uh, podcasts live, if you follow us on Periscope, either JP or I will be Periscoping. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm going live here. Let's see if I can get any followers while we do this podcast. Uh, let's see. 
aha, now they only see me. Let me flip them around every now and again so they can see JP. Every now and then. There he is. Wave at him, JP. Wave at him. Don't wipe your mouth seductive. Wave at him. <laughs> All right, back to the podcast. I'm sure that's boring. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sure that's boring for those that aren't uh, tuned in. But uh, somebody just joined. Welcome to my Periscope. We're podcasting, and you just happen to drop right in the middle of it. So answering uh, a, a question from Brianne McCann. Hey, guys, what is one thing in your childhood that you would change uh, if you could chew on that one and no jipping out on me, JP, have a great weekend and hope you guys will consider a Friday podcast for us soon. We definitely have been throwing the idea around, but we want to make sure that we yeah. have a good idea because I mean, we've already gotten like we got mail call. We've got random rambling and current events. So, I mean, we're, we, we, it would definitely need to be something different and, and fun, not just another us yeah. on there. But, um, man, I look tired this morning looking at myself on Periscope. But, um. JP, what's something you would change about your childhood? That's one of those weird butterfly effect questions, man. I mean, I like we like, might not even be here if you change right, something. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that I would uh, be brave enough to change something. I mean, there would be, you know, the uh, uh, brother Clayton molesting me. Uh, hmm? No, he never molested me. And I, I apologize to those who have been molested, and I take offense to that. It's no laughing matter, molestation. Not at all. No, of course not. Huh. But what would you change, though? You got to pick something. She said don't jip out on her. Uh, Going bald. I wouldn't go bald. I mean, how would you change that, though? I'd find a way. Maybe uh, uh, they say uh, masturbating makes you go bald, so maybe I'd do that less. But I probably wouldn't do that less. So. You think that's true, though? No. No, I, I think it's a byproduct. I think just having extra testosterone so, you know, you get Because you're so more. damn manly is what it is. Yeah, that's you, all it is, brother. You're so manly that's that, you know, is. your head just was like... you're. Your head was just like combating your hair because every fiber in your being is so manly. It's just like, get the hell off of me. Pushes hair. it out. Yeah, yeah, just get out of here. Can't say that for uh, the rest of my body. Cause, I'm going to say, you, you got some hairy arms. Yeah, I'm hairy. And, I mean, I do too. My arms are a bit hairy, but compared to JP, they're yeah, not. Yeah, I'll they're be no shearing match. them down soon during the, uh, during, during the summer months. I definitely prune it down. Got to prune it for up, comfort, prune it down a little for bit. Comfort, you know. uh, let's see. What would I change about my childhood without getting. <laughs> without getting too dark. Yeah, um, I was going to say, would you just like keep your parents from having any other kids so you'd be an only child and get no, showered I, with gifts? No, I wouldn't trade my siblings for anything. They've showered been great. Showered with gifts. Um, mm, I th- uh, what would I change about my childhood? That is a good question. I don't know. Um, I mean, there's a lot I would change, but... Um, Abby in a seventh grade, I would have I would have got that hand job. I would have probably went off to college because I stayed at a community college because I thought a relationship at the time then was going to last forever. If I could change, I probably would have went off. I had a chance to go to a school for writing, like specifically to to do writing, and um, and I probably would do that. But it is one of those things where it's like I hate everything led to here, so I really don't want to change much. But. Yeah. Hey, it's, it's never too late to to go back and finish that education. Never too late. You're correct. I you mean, are it's correct. Lot, it's the older you get, a lot harder it is, but it's never too late. That's true. That is very true. Um. So, yeah. Well, no, that's not really childhood, though. That's like teenage, early adulthood. Right. Um, I don't know. It's tough, right? I don't really know what I would – again, without getting, you know, it, like – 
getting into some deep seated issues. Hey, go there, brother. <laughs> no, there. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not one to really talk about. I'll talk about when somebody irritates me, but I'm not really one to talk about my feelings. Mm. Um, no offense to those that do. If you if you have the ability to do that, that's awesome. But um, hmm. What would I change? I'm sorry for being so boring here. I'll throw a little music in behind us just to to make it. Um, it's a tough question. It really is. What would I change about my childhood? Oh man, I mean, I, I'm trying to think. Like, what's something I, I look back and like? Wish my parents would have. Hmm. You know what I would change about my childhood? I would have. I was nice. I feel like there. Mm, I feel like there was a few more people I should have punched. We'll go that route. There was a kid in church that I definitely should have. I withheld a lot of my because you can't. You don't want to fight at church. If it had been on schoolyard, it'd have been a totally different thing. But I might would have went back and punched him. You're that would have made about me feel a, better. A Dakota, yeah, I remember him too. We, he was a real a. We didn't go to the church. same church, but yeah, sure, Dakota. Yeah. What a douche. Um, but yeah, probably would have punched that kid, which is not the answer to anything. Violence is not good, but I'm just saying, I think I would have felt better. Sometimes it helped. I don't know. I'm sorry for the crappy answer, Brianna. I really don't know. That's a tough question. I'll definitely think on that. Heidi. Huh. Thanks now. I'm hungry. Tacos are my favorite food. Hey, they're one of mine too. I just ate 90 minutes ago. We have old Paso, uh, taco kits in Finland. Finland. Well, in Finland, exciting. yeah. Uh, from Phyllis, Justin, and JP, would you ever spend the night alone in the death row section of an abandoned haunted prison? Thank you guys for answering my questions. I enjoy your podcast. I appreciate both of you. Thank you, Phyllis. We very much appreciate you. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Like, without a second thought. I feel like it'd be really dark and dank, and I, I don't think I'd breathe very well. So I would visit. I mean, I would bring I would bring night, lanterns and stuff. You'd be all right. As far as spending the night, I don't know about that now. Well, I you don't though. believe in ghosts. so well, that's true. But like I said, I just feel like there'd be a lot of humidity, a lot of mold. I, I, yeah, I, I it, could, it could be bad for you, Brett. Definitely would probably be some mold and some water damage there. But I don't think I'd, I'd I think breathe for one well. night you'd be all right. I don't know. Um but yeah, I uh, yeah I would do that. After, you know what we should start doing? We should start pair. Well, now people can't watch two at one time. Damn, I was gonna say if you could watch two periscopes, it'd be dope. Just take your phone, set it up, and face you. Have this one facing me, and then they can watch both of us. Right. But it can't see both of us. Now it's been on me for a little while. Let's flip it around to JP for a few minutes. All right, there he is. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I would I would definitely do that. Is that your O face? Huh? No, I don't do that. You don't orgasm. I'm just a little thirsty. Oh, okay, well, quench that thirst. Quench that thirst. Uh, but yeah, I would stay there, and I would love to film it. I actually really want to start checking out haunted places, but one, I don't really... Well, supposedly haunted places, but one, I don't think there's that many around here, and two... It's shockingly hard to find people that want to go with you. <laughs> yeah, and you have to worry about trespassing charges and all that kind of I stuff. I ain't worried about that most time. I mean, they could bust your ass, but most of the time with that, they just give you a slap on the wrist. I mean, as long as you're not there destroying anything, you're just kind of exploring around. Most of the time, you'll be all right. Maybe. But uh, let's see. Here's a term I, I don't... We're getting old, man. Why? Why do so many sh- people ship Daryl and Connie when it's obvious that Daryl should be with Aaron? Because Dad oh. don't think we we don't know Daryl's sexuality. I mean, if Daryl was gay, then I would totally be like, yeah, him and Aaron would be a good couple. But I I don't think you know I don't I don't know. I guess it's just assuming. Why do we assume that Daryl isn't straight? 
is I guess where they're going with that. And I don't, I don't know because the show is pretty obvious with connections it tries to make. And it certainly seems like they're trying to make a connection between Daryl and Connie. You know what I'm saying? Well, maybe you will end up with Aaron. Maybe it'll be a, a polyamorous relationship. And if he does, I, I like Aaron a lot. So, I mean, yeah, if Daryl comes out as gay and he's he's with Aaron, that's freaking awesome. Could you but, see being in a, a poly relationship? No. You and multiple partners? No. Yeah, it could be two girls. It wouldn't have to be another guy. No, I'm just saying, no, I don't think that would work. Yeah, People get jealous, be, feelings get hurt. It never works out. Not if you're a, a Negan type to where just like they all worship you. you they, know, weren't, they weren't happy. They were miserable. Yeah, but and Negan the only was happy. Re- they were out of fear of having the Negan was happy, you know, live in terrible conditions. They did it. And well, Negan, it, it wouldn't be that exactly. But I'm just saying, you know, you have two women who, or even three women who worship you. They love you. They love each other. I think it'd be all right. I think maybe, like it. maybe. Um, but uh, but you know, I think the reason why most people assume there's going to be a Daryl, which we don't have that much Daryl and Aaron interaction. I mean, we don't have like episodes of just them, right? I mean, has, uh, not that I can. You know, they they haven't put a lot of focus on Daryl and Aaron. I think if maybe Daryl and Aaron had a few episodes where it was just the two of them, then people might start saying Daryl and Aaron. But Damn, you know, right now Daryl Daryl has been you know it's been focused on with him and him and Connie a lot. So people just assume that maybe they're moving that direction. Uh, let's see. Oh, we had some comments there. Hmm. What kind of comments on the positive? Uh, yeah, just talking about what he's talking about. Darren. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Like I said, I guess the reason why we just assume it's a Daryl and Connie and not Daryl and Aaron is, again, just because, number one, we don't know Daryl's sexuality. Number two, the fact that there's not been made. If they have more focus on Daryl and Aaron, then, hey, we'll totally support that. Ryan Owen says, mail call, let's say you were going to be killed tomorrow and you had to decide between Glenn's death um, and, oh, oh, that's kind of dark. All right, so you're going to be killed tomorrow. Okay. You have to pick. Glenn's death, head bashed in in front of your wife and friends, or Tywin Lannister's death, killed shitting on the toilet with a cross bolt left to found in the morning. Which would you choose? That's a good question. Huh. I'm going to pick the arrow. I know, uh, given the Glenn situation, he said, uh, bashed to death in front of your wife and friends, that implies that I would have had to have got married, which would be worse than having my head bashed in in the first place. So no Glenn death. I will take the uh, the crapper death with the crossbow. I'm going to take Tywin's, too. I mean, it sucks to be found on the crapper, but I would still rather people's last image be of me slouched over on the toilet than, you know, having to watch me. It's one of those things where you have to think about other people more than yourself. I mean, like, you know, I I just think watching somebody, you know, people find relatives dead all the time and it's, it's hard to deal with. But they, you know, they move past it, whereas to watch something traumatic like that could really Leave a damage, you know, it could mess up the people you leave behind. So I'm going to go with Tywin's death, too. Um, Jonas Balili says, I said his name right. Awesome. Very impressive as people butcher my name since I can remember. Question. I perform work in Yosemite as a wedding photographer, but thinking about going to hike and camp in the wilderness with my team before a gig. What would you suggest we need to do or items we need to have in order to survive or stay entertained? Uh, I've done this before, but it's been 10 years, so I feel like I'm out of touch. Um, I think I responded to your thing there, but um, Jonas, when are you planning on going? Like, how long do we have to do this? Because, I mean, that would be, I, I would definitely, uh, are, are more than happy to tell you what works for us. But, um, 
you know, I just need to know like how big of a time crunch do we have on this? Do I need to get you a list together? Let us know because we're more than happy to, to give you some stuff. I mean, I'll give you some quick ones now, but we'll maybe make a video just for you. But I mean, obviously you need, if you're going to camp, you need a sleeping bag, you need a, uh, a bag, you need a tent or some kind of shelter. I'm really starting to get into hammock camping, um, but I wouldn't advise doing that your first time in a long time just because you like take time to study up on what exactly you need to do because it's not quite as simple as popping up a tent um food always pack food and a good rule of thumb is always pack a day's extra worth of food mm-hmm. so if you're going to stay for one night pack what you would pack for staying two nights if you're going two nights pack three nights worth of food type deal water super important something you should go out and get that i have is uh, get you a little water filtration system. You can get the Sawyer Mini Squeeze or the, the the bigger Sawyer Mini Filter. They're at Walmart and they're like twenty or thirty bucks, and they will last probably longer than you will. They they will filter up to like a hundred thousand gallons or something more than you're gonna drink out on the trail. I promise, and uh, definitely worth it because you don't want to be drinking any nasty bacteria, E. coli, anything like that. Like you know, so you need a water filter. Then you also are gonna need something to cook in. So if you, I, I don't like, I don't really cook on the fire much, but you know, you can, but you definitely need to get you like a little stainless steel cup or something that you can boil water in and ramen noodles or something. So, you know, you need those things cook. Um, and it's just, it's more to it, but I mean, you, you, and you definitely want to take like a sleeping pad because sleeping on the ground sucks and the ground gets colder. So it transfers it cold into you. Uh, it's just a lot of little things that uh, I have a list. I have a checklist that I go through every time I got like in a, thing so i'll i'll get that and we'll share that with you in its entirety because you definitely still need a few more things but those are some of the basics i always carry a knife with me i mean i half the time i won't use it but it's i feel like you need to have a knife on you oh yeah Um, i'm a hawk too i carry a uh, portable saw a lot of times even though most of the time you can find more than enough dead wood on the ground to build a fire and last you all night but you know, there are times where there might not be that much or, or there's a lot of wet stuff or nothing you can find is really bigger than a little stick. So then you take yourself like a little uh, portable saw and you can cut down like a little small tree and then you can cut it into sections and then you can either baton it with your knife that you already have or you can bring a hatchet and do that. But a hatchet's just going to add more weight. So it's kind yeah. of on preference. I hate trying to burn real green wood though, you know. Oh, yeah. It can be it's a pain the worst, in the ass. But sometimes you have to. Oh, yeah. That's it. But, uh, yeah, so we'll talk a little bit more about that. But, um, yeah, let us know when you're going, and we can definitely definitely go a little bit more into that. It's a passion of mine, so I definitely am not against talking about it. JP has been on my Periscope for a hot minute, so let's flip it back around. There I am. Uh, Kate Domingo says, what movie slash TV prop or piece of memorabilia would you like to own? What would your occupation have been in the Wild West? JP... In the Wild West? Well, first, let's go with the memorabilia. As much sci-fi as you're into, I'm sure you can think of a few things that you would love to have from set. You, one thing, though. Oh, from set. Oh, boy. That's a, that's a tough one, man. That's a tough one. I would want uh, Patrick Stewart's, uh, Patrick Stewart's like, uh, his, his blouse. I want wow. Thanos' Infinity Gauntlet. That'd be cool. Like if they actually, because I know a lot of it was CGI, but like a real gauntlet with the jewels and everything. Oh, I want that. That's the yeah. prop that I would really want. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Maybe a bar of soap from the set of Fight Club. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> but no, probably Thanos' Infinity Gauntlet. I think that would be badass to have in the man cave. Uh, okay, now what would your occupation have been in the Wild West? Um, 
I would have uh, kind of been like a Littlefinger type character, just you know, a whore master. I think I think in in the Wild West, I think you would be like pretty much think Tombstone. Like I think you would have been like a Doc Holliday, just a, a drunken bastard, just a drunken bastard who who. Probably just, not as good as shooting, so I probably wouldn't live as long as Doc. But. I think you, in this scenario, you're used to shooting. Right, I'll say okay. so. No, I th- and that's a that's a testament. That's a good thing for you, though. I mean, you like to you like to drink and you I like do. to indulge. I do. And if it was as as commonplace as it was back then, you probably would love to sit at the table and gamble a little bit and talk shit to strangers. Yeah. Excuse my language. If, if I had his skill set, absolutely. Um, so I can see you being Doc Holiday. Yeah. I don't know what I would have been. I mean, it's a lot of different things. I mean, I would have. Maybe have liked to have been something like uh, some kind of lawman or something. You, you could have probably been a really good uh, trapper, you know. Yeah, yeah, trapping. Um, I don't know. You know, coming out of the wilderness after like you know weeks with all these furs and skins. I probably you know. though, even though it probably get me killed really early on, I probably would have liked to have been some kind of lawman. Yeah, it definitely was a a risky occupation. It still is, but especially back then. And it was a little bit different then because now there's some things that I just would feel hypocritical for arresting people for. But, you know, back then being a lawman or maybe an outlaw, man, like I I try to be clean cut, but I'm not as as sweet and innocent as I sometimes might seem. So I don't know, man. I'm going to go with JPs right now, probably some kind of trapper. Right at the moment, just because I love being in the woods and mm-hmm. I don't love killing animals, but I mean, I definitely hunt quite often, you know. But I eat everything I hunt. But if you're trapping, I mean, at least you're making clothes with that and you're trading it, and making a living. So yeah, I probably do trapping. Um, that's a good. I wouldn't have thought about that. Yeah, yeah. So it's a good occupation. Trapping or a lawman, right? Or like bounty hunter. Yeah, or something. Do a little bit of both. Yeah. You know? Yeah, be trapping humans. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Let's see. Jeep Jeep, I like you guys a lot, too. Thanks for the years of laughs. One of my earliest childhood memories, uh, and it's just kind of vaguely, is when I was about three or four, my oldest brother was supposed to be watching me, but I guess he didn't feel like it, so he put a kite in the air, and I tied it to my wrist, and he put me out in the field, hoping it would entertain me. Well, it did. He went out to get me about an hour or so later, and I was gone. The kite had led me about two miles away. Jeez. Needless to say, he caught hell about that after. I imagine, as someone who doesn't even have a daughter yet, but is is going to have one, I imagine mm-hmm. I'd be ready to kill somebody. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would think so. What's the strangest or stupidest thing that ever happened to you as a kid, JP? The strangest or stupidest? Oh, man. I vote go strangest, but stupidest is funny these are tough man people want us to think way back i can't think that far back probably when lucian dern fell in that hole my buddy lucian there's a great big old chasm that opened up in the playground i'm talking just like a hole that uh burst itself in the earth and he uh, got swallowed like a sinkhole yes yeah how deep was it it was deep man it was is uh taller than him he, he had to, what did he just like run through it? No, nah, he was trying to like everybody was freaked out and afraid, and he kind of was kind of doing like a, a dip down into it, but just couldn't pull himself oh, out. Wow. And got sucked down, and the adults had to pull him out. Well, that didn't happen to you though. What's the stupidest or well, strangest it. thing that happened to you? Oh, man, I, um, it's J. You're JP. I'm sure there's plenty there. Is it just that you don't want to share? Nah, I just like. Like childhood, I could tell you some weird stuff that's happened to me recently, but childhood, man, I don't think about that stuff very often. All right, what's something strange that's happened to you now? We'll sub that in. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, boy. 
Let, let me take a pass. I'll come back to it. You, we're going to come back to we'll it by the end, so we'll make sure you think on it. Um, Let's see. I think that I think I have nobody watching on Periscope. Yeah, we're well. super famous. Um, strangest thing that happened to me. I mean, it's a it's lot tough, of stuff. Right? Well, no, it's just deciding which one is, is more conversation worthy. There's a time that my sister and I thought that there was a monster in our woods because we had found this humongous footprint. Like it was mm-hmm. huge, huge, huge. Um, and we left a recorder outside and it really did pick up some really weird sounds. And I don't know if it was like somebody messing with us or what, but yeah. it was really weird. That was strange. Uh, there was also, there was also, a, oh man, I'll tell you something kind of scary. All right. Which I mean, now as a grown up, I can say it probably was a, was an adult, but uh, down the road from my house, we were about 15. We weren't old enough to drive, but down the road from my house uh, along the four-wheeler trail, there was a field that one of my cousin's dads owned. So I guess he technically was my cousin too. But um, they grew like something in it for deer season, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I don't know. If, I don't know the whole story. It's been so long. But I remember this was before hunting season. And yes, I will admit we stayed up all night watching zombie and horror movies. We watched uh, not, uh, the that was the night I saw for the first time um, Day of the Dead. Oh, that was the first time I had saw that. And then we watched some other zombie movie and The Exorcist. And we hadn't gone to bed yet. And of course, it wasn't hunting season yet. But I was like, you know, I don't know why. I was like, hey, let's get up early. You know, let's go on like let's go check out that field, see if there's any deer out there. You know what I mean? Like, let's just go scout it out. This was like maybe October. It wasn't, it wasn't, it might've been September. It wasn't any kind of hunting season. I can tell you that. Or it might've actually been after hunt. I, hell, I can't remember. It's been so long, but I know that we went out there and, you know, I mean, I grew up hunting. So, I mean, I totally know if it's hunting season, you don't go places like that during hunting season. You know, you don't want to mess nobody up. You don't want to get shot, but we rode out there. And I remember I, I got we got there and I cut the four wheeler off and you know just, we knew we, we knew that any, the noise of the four wheeler would have probably ran anything out but we stopped and I kind of was looking around and we heard this scariest this just this voice goes hey but not like hey like irritated it was like hey like in pain and it sounded like a zombie to us and I mean I cut that four wheeler on man and we hauled ass out and I was an adult and I'm like that could have been somebody that really needed help yeah you know but I mean we were stupid kids we didn't we, we had just been watching George Romero zombie flicks all night so I mean in our mind it sounded like uh so we were like nope <laughs> and hauled ass back to my house yeah me and cousin David about got struck by lightning down by the fishing pond I, it was clouding up and starting a storm I said one more cast for good luck and just about as that lure hit the water, lightning struck so close to us it knocked us both, you know, on our asses. I mean, we we went back a little ways, and wow. Then we uh, we took off to run and got on the four wheeler, and yeah, it was it was a very close call. How old were you when that happened? Uh, I was that's probably early teens. Really? Yeah. So yeah, that was something, man. That's the first time he ever heard me cuss. I was just like, yeah, I, I cussed. Mm. But yeah, it was wild. That's uh yeah no I that, that's that's a little bit wilder than just hearing somebody but I, I don't remember anybody being reported hurt in the area or anything but yeah these are some good questions man um, James Gallagher says if Rick Maggie and Jesus didn't leave the show do you think Ezekiel and Rosita would have been on the Pikes didn't we answer that I can't remember but I I, I think so I think I think that's definitely true. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah, I definitely think that uh, Ezekiel and Rosita would have gotten it, but they need some of those main long-stay characters to be there for a while. Yeah. Brian Akeem says, a non-Walking Dead question. Uh, what would you guys rather become, werewolves or vampires? Werewolves are furry, larger, and stronger, but can't live forever. And vampires are immortal, but hate sunlight and need blood. Personally, I'd choose werewolf. Huh. What would you choose, JP? A vampire for me, especially like a sexy, true blood kind of vampire. But I mean, I already hate sunlight for the most part. And I'm, I basically might as well be a werewolf now. I'm just not that strong and I don't have to like eat live <laughs> chickens or anything. But I'm hairy as a moth. Hairy yeah, I'd, I'd go with a, a sexy vampire. Sexy vampire. I'm going to go with the werewolf just so I can go out and do what I want like during the day. Yeah, and you only have to deal with it during a full moon. Right. So it's not like it's an everyday you know, commitment. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Brian on this one and say that I choose but werewolf I mean, Turning sure. into a werewolf is a lot like just having a crazy blackout. I mean, you don't remember anything. You're violent. You know. I, mean, I think when I knew it was going to be a full moon, like I would have myself like a big metal cage somewhere right. in the woods away from everything, and I would just know, like, all right, it's full moon moon and night so i would go on and just bring myself some food and some comics and yeah just lock myself in the uh in the gate in the, in the cage and just pray i don't get out and hurt anybody yeah because i mean that's what you know i know certain movies like you can control yourself in werewolf form but for me a werewolf like i said it's kind of like the incredible hulk you just turn into that creature and you know what just like a mindless happens. killer yeah 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 i think i i'm gonna go with werewolf on that but you said you're sticking with vampire sticking with vampire a sexy vampire sexy but yeah i want that. like a true blood kind of vampire yeah i don't blame you that would be uh I, I could never get into that show. I liked it. Well, I mean, it was really good for like the first two seasons. The third season was all right, but it, it kind of slowly started falling off in that third season. Because I think uh, maybe Frank Day, somebody we know and love, like directed the first two seasons. I can't remember who. It you might have been the, uh, the person from uh, Six Feet Under. I am going to look that up real quick. It might have been. Keep them entertained for yeah, a Yeah, I'm just saying, man, True Blood, the first two seasons, man, there was intrigue. It was very character-driven stories. You had, like, social commentary. I, I liked it a lot. I really, really liked it. Nice. And there was some uh, gratuitous uh, sexy, you know, sexy sexiness. Anna Paquin was naked quite a bit. Definitely cranked out a uh, uh, quite a few loads watching that. Man, those DVDs. <laughs> to like, who? Anna Paquin. Who's that? Sookie. Sookie. Or Rogue in uh, X-Men. She was also in a movie uh, as a little girl about getting geese to fly home or something. They might have been Fly Away Home, but I I can't remember. Yeah. Great child actress. Great actress now. She's a... What's what's the show on Amazon Prime she's in now? Like a... It's it's like a Philip K. Dick adaptation. Something about electronic dreams. I, I don't know exactly. Stephen Moyer? Uh, yeah, I guess. Who I don't is, know. Who is that? I don't know. Like I said, I, th- I feel like it's the same director or showrunner or something as a Six Feet Under. Uh, let's see. Stephen Moyer. Let's see what his, his resume has on it. Yeah, those first two seasons were phenomenal. Uh, let's see. Uh, he did... Um... I know what you're talking about because I've heard, you know, people. I, I remember hearing that somebody was behind that, and I was kind of shocked because I didn't like it, but I like some of their other work. No, man, I really think you should have uh, stuck it out, man. I don't know. I have to look more into that. If you know, please let us know in the comment section. That'll make it a lot faster and easier. 
But uh, let me check a few of our latest videos, and then we'll wrap this thing up. Let's yeah, see. Yeah, surely we got something from yesterday, right? Mm, I don't know. We'll see. Um, let's see. Any mail calls? Looking for hashtag mail call. A lot of comments on that one. But none that were mail call. Uh, let's go to yesterday's and see. Again, if you hadn't listened to yesterday's random ramblings, you really should. It was it was a pretty good one. If I do. Okay, I found it. it's Alan Ball. He created Six Feet Under and True Blood. Okay, I'm guessing do the the television adaptations. Yeah, but he's a he's a producer, a Hollywood producer. <laughs> um, Jovi Gal said you make her cringe and laugh at the same time, and then she was laughing when I was trying to shut you up yesterday, and I said I can't. There's no off switch. Uh, that's true. Sometimes. Um, let's see. Um, no comments, but none that were mail call. Hmm. Uh, let's check on our, I think this might be the last video. Let's see if there's any mail calls. Uh, Brian McCann recommends you neuter yourself, by the way. I don't see any point in that. That stuff's got to get out. It can't just be trapped there. You know, we've had two guests this week. We had Julius with us on Tuesday, and we had Matt Crowder with us on uh, yesterday. It's fun, man. I like having these uh, mystery guests, even though it's the same couple people every time. Yeah, we're going to do a paranormal podcast. That is going to happen. I promise you. I'm just lining up a few people, but Matt Crowder is going to be our first one. Matt's the guy, again, that was on the podcast yesterday for Random Rambling Wednesdays, and he's told me some of his. And he's got some pretty wild experiences, so we're going to have those. But Yeah, what, uh, Dash a- Dan Ashdown, I think, is on deck for that? Yeah, Dan, one of our listeners, Dan Ashdown, we might connect with him. Like, It's going to be weird, though, because we're in completely different time zones. So, I mean, with yeah. him, we're going to have to like come over here one night or something. But we can, we're still anxious to make it happen. But, um, yeah, we want to do like an eight- or ten-part series, and each one will feature a different guest. And it's primarily focused on like their paranormal experiences. Mm-hmm. And then I might do one because though I'm very skeptical on things supernatural and ghosts and such, I've definitely had some things that I can't explain. So, you know, I see what other people think. But I think that's going to wrap it up for uh, this week's uh, podcasting in general. It's uh, it's pretty much the end of the week. It's been a good week, man. Yeah, it's been a good week for podcasting. Man, we need to do what Joe Rogan does, like have like a uh, basically like a, a best of the week video where we just oh that's a good idea like a recap yeah we just pull clips out of all the uh, all the podcasts that is a really good idea okay i like that maybe we'll start that next week maybe we'll put those out on fridays yeah that'd be fun be really cool but so i think that's going to wrap it up for us uh if you want to follow us on social media mine's super easy just i'm justin lloyd all lowercase no apostrophes just i'm justin lloyd will get you my instagram periscope and snapchat jp there is uh, JP Slim, all lowercase, will get you his periscope. Mm-hmm. He periscoped last night. It was really cool. And you're going to periscope tonight, you said, right? Uh, probably so. Yeah, for some reason, the uh, the video from last night is no longer on there. So I'll probably try out the uh, my new Slim Bong again that I got from the real Slim fella. Find him on Periscope. Buy his wares. He's a, he's a great guy. So, yeah, that wraps it up. Um, I'm trying to think. If you have any questions, leave them under this video. And remember... Uh, because like this week, the questions were a lot less. And if, if it gets to the point we don't get too many questions, we might just not do ran, uh, mail call. We might just try to answer them in other podcasts mm-hmm. instead of taking the time to make a whole podcast. Because when we first started doing it, 
I mean, we had a t- we were blown. We were shocked. We didn't expect to get nearly that many questions, and we got a ton of them. Yeah. And now it's just getting. I guess people have started kind of getting tired of it, which is fine. Um, I was gonna say it probably doesn't help that I can't like think of anything to, to say with some of these questions. But oh yeah, you're not going. You're not going to get away with that. That what was the one you were supposed to answer. We I said thought we I did. Back I came to... back and answered it. It was about the uh, the childhood thing, and I said with the oh with the lightning. With the lightning. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're right. All right, so that's going to wrap it up for us. We'll catch you on Monday as we cover the second uh, second episode of Game of Thrones Season uh, 8. Can't I'm Justin. Oh, and I'm JP. And we're the Podcasting Dead.